What's up, everybody? Hey, welcome. It's, welcome it's to a, our New it's Year's a Eve new party. Year. It's, well, it's New Year's Eve, rather. And right. we're recording this for you, our lovely listeners. Uh, we're just hanging out. Yeah. Like, we don't actually have a lot of plans for this episode. We're literally just... So It's a quiet episode. Uh, we're going to ramble about shit. We're going to talk about shit. You know, we're just going to, like, kind of recap the year a little bit. Uh, yeah. Obviously, like... We've already recapped some aspects of like podcasts, the development of this podcast somewhat recently, so we won't go into all of that again. But right. uh, but like you know, just recapping the year in general, um, this podcast and our lives, yeah. and uh, yeah, everybody's here basically except uh, Ren. But everybody, say hi. I'm Kennedy. Lara. This is Brandon. Uh, my name's Dre. <laughs> this beautiful Dre. That was amazing. <laughs> Perfect so this, for the mood that we're trying to set. This episode like has backstory. I mean, we uh had a couple of great episodes. We had an episode on Brett Stevens and race science, and Leia has been bugging us because she's an anarchist and she thinks electoralism is corny. And we've been doing all these <laughs> interviews, and she's like, "Oh my god, can we please do like an actual episode about something that matters?" Right. Uh, like, like I understand from a clout perspective how we, why, but it just gets dragged. So I, don't, I just want to talk about. Right. Oh my every, god. No, let's. Be I know real. we're be every individual interview has been good, but you do know, want variety. Just like, just like a Twitter feed, you yeah. don't want it to have real, text. You don't just want to have real video. talk. Uh, yeah. Real talk, we're being a little shitty about it, but like obviously this show was founded on us wanting to talk about the things that we thought were important in the media and maybe yeah. not being discussed enough or discussed the right ways. And like that hasn't changed at all. Um, but sometimes those the thing that we want to discuss is candidates, and there's no better way to discuss them than to bring them on the show. Um exactly. So, like, you know, it's no secret that we are personally invested like politically in justice democrats brand new congress type of stuff like we, so, make, we make no qualms about it yeah we, we don't pretend troll observe and invite ask them questions we want these although actually i i do want to say we've invited moderate democrats we've invited libertarians on the show we've invited people that you might not expect they've all said no what this one democrat blocked us who's like a like a center lib oh, you want and me like, to you want me to shout her out i'll do it we're not gonna no, say no, her name the whole but, saga. okay the all right i'll describe no, her not, no, that not that guy, guy. not, that, not guy. that guy all right not here's what really. i'll i'll describe this person but just tell the story like in <laughs> brief yeah yeah she's a uh kind of left-ish moderate uh in georgia uh an eastern city wink wink uh and she's a Genuinely, she's a pretty cool person, but she's like a live and she's running in a primary uh, to remove. Well, this will just put her on blast, but who cares uh, to remove <laughs> David Scott, who's fucking odious. And if she wins the primary, then, you know, that's cool, too. Um, and so we we reached out to her like, hey, uh, would you like to do an episode? And we were not bringing her on for like a confrontational interview. Like we're to the left of her, but like, whatever, it's fine. She's OK. I mean, you told and, her in the yeah, in your we message, her, you were like. These are the subjects we want to discuss, and it was all like easy, professional, easy alley like oops for her. Softball yeah. questions. Like literally, I just wanted to do an episode on education, and that's a subject she's passionate about. So I thought, yeah, let's bring her on. No, no harm, no foul. I told her that we were also uh, reaching out to her primary opponent, and her primary opponent is someone who is very close to us ideologically. Uh, mm -hmm. But uh, it wasn't, and that person hasn't come on the show at all, anyway. So like, what's the deal? But anyway, yeah, yeah, but she blocked us. 
Like a block? That's that's kind of hard, man. Um, like she could have easily just said, you no, know, I don't not. think this is good for my image. Like people have done that yeah. before, you know, like politely turned us down, and You've we been get turned it. Down. Yeah, that's um, what we do. I mean, luckily, most of the people that we reach out to that we really are passionate about getting on the show actually say yes. It's incredible. Like, yeah. any anytime we say like. I really, really want this person. Like when we're discussing who we're gonna get on, yeah. it's like a ninety percent chance that person says yes. I don't know what it is, but it's like incredible. And, and really, for us and it's, for other people, like we gotta we have a road, and we right. just gotta like get in with people. <laughs> You're already starting to sound like fucking Rick. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, well, Morty, so Morty. Morty. So Morty we've got a roadmap. We gotta get so to far. him. Or, for us, like it's not a matter of like ideology. It's just a matter of like clout and whether we're worth their time to talk to which we don't take personally like you're not worth everybody's time that's just how life goes like if we were to be like aoc come on our show like aoc would be ridiculous to come on our show like we can't do shit for her but we, um, we have to get people on our clout level kind of yeah um but with all that kind of said uh yeah we we just like doing it but uh, we also want to, uh, in 2020, continue to kind of talk about the broader left as a project. And I know Leia feels the same way, but Leia was busy watching Cats the last time we did an episode. <laughs> that was an interview episode. So I, I, leave, I, I leave this house so rare. Times that I, I just, I miss <laughs> Yeah, so we did, we did an episode without Leia uh, featuring Rachel Kahn, who's been all over our Twitter feed the last, like, four days. Uh, shit poster extraordinaire. But her audio file got corrupted both times. And one was for um, an interview uh, with Janos Martin. So we're going to polish both of those up and put them out. But given all of that, we kind of have to like, hey, we need to make a new episode. Luckily, it's New Year's Eve and it's been a whole year. We have a lot to talk about and we just want to like cherish our connection with you guys and with each other before the show fully blows up, which... At this point, I'm 100% confident it will. Like, yeah. we're going to be on that, like, majority FM, TYT, Tim Black kind of level this time next year. So, oh, this time given next that, year, that's going to be... Oof. Yeah, that's far off. And it's, uh, that's incredible, because, like, yeah. we really didn't know when we started where this was going. Uh, we but... started from absolutely nothing. Like, Chapo? The Chapo guys had, like, their own cloud following, and they were yeah. from street fight and shit. Mm -hmm. we, nobody, nobody fucking knows. Well, and then we have right. this. And, like, you know, we just really... I mean, we didn't like. I don't want to just say like, oh, we pulled ourselves up from our bootstraps. We, we put a lot, of, but we put a lot of work oh. into just making quality content consistently. Yeah, we made and, a show that people wanted to listen thing, to, and a the show amazing that thing was wanted to appear on. It didn't take long for people to start like jumping in our inboxes and coming on our Discord and stuff and being like, "Yo, I love the show. I listen to every episode," and that just that kind of shit just blew us away, and it just made us want to go harder. And that's yeah. like how we got here. Like when you're making something, being record, being like known, and for that, for the thing, that's incredible. Like you guys, you, you have no idea, like the audience, you have no idea of how good it fuck to be known. Like someone to tell us, you make a great pod. I love X, Y, and Z. It's yeah. for it to me. Yeah, nobody uh, ever, nobody ever says their favorite episode involves me. So it's a, uh, uh, it's a little loop. We just need to get one more episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no, it's like, fine. You're you're in two episodes. 
and in two, and in like one of those episodes, you're not there as yourself. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, we, we will I, have you on again. Don't, don't we have? To. Uh, By the way, we know you're connected with Q, and uh, yeah, we need to get that person back on the show. Yeah, but with that said, there are two things that really stand out to me. Uh, just number one, yeah, we like jokes aside, we kind of did this shit from the bootstraps because none of us were into Twitter or clout or posting at all. So we all had to learn the shit on the fly when we decided, hey, we should like start talking about these things as we care about them. So all of us started from like zero Twitter followers. <laughs> we all had to start Twitter accounts. So there wasn't like a helping hand for the clout end of things and being seen. The mm-hmm. other thing that kind of knocks me on my ass is like so many people uh just latched on to us and just started helping us for no reason. Uh like 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 uh Howie Hawkins had no reason to come on our podcast at all. Cause we like, were doing like we, we had just emailed fucking everyone. We were trying to get whoever in the world. we could. Yeah. Just like, and there please, was no reason that we our first any interesting guest. Our first non-interview Howie goddamn hawk presumptive Green Party nominee. And Howie like had no reason to help us at all. Yeah. Uh but just 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 saw us and and saw us trying to do what we could and just chose to come on the show. So definitely, like, big shout out to Howie for kind of helping us. Uh, Rebecca Parson was probably yes. the first, like, Democrat. I like, was going to mention her. Of course. She was, like, found first, us, like, didn't she? Yeah. yeah. Well, she well, found like, us. a lost, abandoned orphan child, and she uh, picked <laughs> us up and <laughs> her own image. Yeah. <laughs> like, most right. floating down the river, geez. But, like, and that in, episode, case, in case like, you're revisiting, up and, in case yeah. you're watching this back again, revisit the uh, the the old days of the podcast. Like, for context, we have 3.5 thousand Twitter followers, and we're getting $20, and I really hope show. that wherever you are and you watch again, that's, like, fucking chump. Right, exactly. So, like, a lot of, but a lot of people have helped us and had no real reason, and just were like we like what these people are doing so fuck it let's give them a hand so i haven't told you all this but uh donna imam pm'd me and said like doing our show really helped her with donations and she's gotten a lot of attention like just off of our interview which is rad like so i think uh one of my big personal resolutions for 2020 is like there are certain podcasts that are very good entertainment podcasts that really hit it big but like took nobody with them and they did it with like maybe they were just worried about like interacting with people and twitter likes to drag people down for who you like or follow or whatever um but i would like this show to be like a show that like lifts people up and builds them up and all that kind of stuff uh i think that would just be i hope that we're like uh bill belichick or bill walsh and we have like a coaching tree and there's like 20 people that can look back and be like, oh, yeah, this guy, these guys kind of like, you know, gave us a foot in the door. That'll be really cool. Yeah. Mitchell is. OK, go ahead. Uh, absolutely. Really, yeah. I hope we can I'm... say that we spawned like other podcasts or other to go and do their own things and that yeah, we're true. kind of an, ins- an inspiration for other people. Well, we've certainly been trying, especially like the, I, this is one of our big 2020 goals is to like work with more people. Like we have these people in our network that are very talented and interesting and like we just want to like help them also like get their ideas out there and I mean it's just like kind of cool being able to be in that position a little bit of like yeah let's really build like 
a little bit of a movement. And that's what we're always talking about on the Twitter and we talk about it on the podcast, but it's like, it's kind of happening now. Yeah, I mean... You know, when we first started doing like, interviews, my sincere feeling was that people were uh, uh, working with us purely because they felt bad. <laughs> like, they took <laughs> in some way. <laughs> like, oh, no, we don't yeah. Yeah. Like, podcast. Oh, a little... That's what I felt like. Because I'm a distrustful out. person like that. If I think someone's working with us, it must be for cynical reasons originally so i thought people were doing it just because they felt bad but now i see that like we're actually something which is nice people are finding uh talking to us and and we're like hey can we come on the podcast and we're like yeah because that's really cool and that shit occurred in less than a year yeah how long have fucking since cast? july it's like of this july year? the thing yep. is is that I think that everybody who's listening right now is probably going to agree, though, that I mean, we did this because we had this weird combination of anxiety and hope and like frustration and concern and all these things kind of mixed together about the 2020 election. And we just felt like there weren't enough people speaking our language in the media, you know, which is like kind of like we uh, tend to be pretty far left but also like we're also pretty interested in realistic solutions that can be fought for today you know and not just like being like i mean there's so many podcasts these days that are leftist where they just wank off about a theoretical future and that's fine but yeah. like the two flavors of leftoid podcast ha, we we're corny fucking hell world everything's yeah. gonna go to shit that i'm disassociated from all of the cons cap there's that there's um like uh it's gonna be really good guys just kind of wait for it and then there's the pseudo left liberals like pod save america which is like <laughs> oh my god and you yeah, just Tom, gotta I fucking be trump i'm just gonna call them out i don't call i don't sometimes i like to like withhold names and stuff but fuck you pod save america i'm just oh, gonna say fuck, that fuck fuck John make Favreau. this an audio clip we'll post this on <laughs> twitter John pod save america, you you guys are literally part of the problem you're disgusting that shit that you did with Elizabeth Warren where you were just like wanking off about invading Venezuela and how this Bolivian oh coup is a good thing. You can fucking just choke on it, okay? Like, your pod sucks and it's like... Just, I'm ready to There's fight no you anywhere, reason. anytime in Minecraft. There's no fucking um, reason. You're literally like an Obama staff got parachuted. You did. You had so much fucking clout. Like fucking, we're gonna we're gonna eat your goddamn ass, John Favreau's ass. <laughs> <for> fucking <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> First of all, Lovett is the John Lovett's the only person that'll be interested in ass eating from you. Uh, I, think I don't Lovett know what that means because like, I fucking I have I have never watched pod save oh okay listen all right so for the purpose i of just being know fair, that john favreau's guy obama and now he yeah uh, yeah okay so they're not like evil people they're just they're just bad they're just wrong and dumb yeah they're they're just fucking stupid like conservatives <laughs> conservatives are good we can agree on I, but liberals are fucking dumb they're just stupid. <laughs> um so like uh yeah every every left-leaning podcast Every left-leaning podcast is either uh, extremely uh, salty or extremely, uh, yeah, they're in a, a salty irony podcast or it's lib shit. So, but I mean, that's part of like, if you're taking the problems of the world, like really seriously, can you be like a sane human being? Like how does knowing what's going on right now not drive you crazy? And there's only a select 
few people that are like answering today's problems with like a spirit of like hope and optimism and shit and we it's don't always of, we don't always do it because like if you if you see certain shit on the news like australia literally on fire you can't you it's not rational to be optimistic about that like i've been I, looking at those images, incredibly fucking despaired, and I can only hope um, that Scott Morris, like, fucking, like, totally, like, fucking drawn and quartered, like, just kill him. So look, though, we're heading into a new year, and yeah, it's, a, it's yeah, an election like, year, and it's a very big election year with a lot of possibility, and, significant. you know, mm-hmm. Bernie really talks a lot about not giving into despair, and I've talked before on this podcast that I was not, I'm not a long-time Bernie fan. I am a recent Bernie convert. I was reluctant. But one of the things that won me over is Bernie talking about how we can't give in to despair because he's right. And this is, you know, this is the kind of messaging that we also want to have on this podcast is like, yes, there's a lot of reasons to maybe be concerned, upset, worried. But you want to like, give in to despair, then there's, then there's no movement left to make. And we've seen in previous generations, a lot of people just give up on any hope of political change. But how can you do that? How can you just like, I just don't see it anymore. I used to be more like that, but I can't do it anymore. I have to just like try whatever I can. And that's this podcast for me. Problem with like, despair the, is just, for the past for the past few decades, there's been two voices like on the shoulders, American people. And it's the neoliberals and the neoconservatives. The neoliberals have constantly whispering in our ears, better things aren't possible. Better things <laughs> aren't possible. And the uh, neoconservative you know that- as saying, you don't deserve better things. You don't fucking better. And it feels like some of those like pilled leftists are just internalizing both of that rhetoric. Like just like it's it's to some extent like thinking that we as humanity have like doomed ourselves. We don't deserve social. And that it's not possible. Which it's like you're fucking it's just internalizing the shit that's whip past few deck and bernie sanders and other people like they're just saying like you can have better things fight for better things we can it's possible fucking fight but we're just not and we can and hopefully we will 20- one of the downsides of hopelessness is cynicism because cynicism is the the, the logical endpoint of hopelessness right. and like one of the things that we're just gonna air everything out on this episode when we yeah, first started the show, let's just let's just all be real. When we put this show together and we're talking about like, hey, what do we want to do? What do we believe in? Uh, like uh, one of us was like, as a joke, we can just do like a, a Pod Save America style show, which is just like we can talk about Trump and we can talk about Russia every week and we will very quickly build up an audience. Like we're all, you know, working class, marginalized people. There's an there's an audience for it. Um, We're capable and, of doing the fucking Mulder Shiro graph. Right. Oh well. Yeah. I mean, let's get really let's really burn it down. Yeah, we could do a Mulder. <laughs> we could really do a Mulder she wrote style show, uh, and we could be on Blue Wave Emoji Twitter, and like we have a lot of followers who are from Blue Donut Wave. Twitter. Right. We could be like, and look, a lot of people are on Blue Wave Emoji Twitter. They're not all bad people. Whatever. But we could be in that world and we'd be very successful. But are we being our best selves? Like, are we really exercising our own visions? Or are we being like cynical about where we think we can fit in? Um, so, like grifting, I, I, you know, there's a side, any sort of grift that's good uh, or not, not bad has to have a helping actually want to help. Like, right wing grift, they're just unredeemable because it's all grift. There's no like hope or helping. 
or anything and that sort of thing. But like our grips are superior because we sometimes actually help. First of all, this is a good example of the left giving power it doesn't have. What griff do we have right now? Our Patreon has twenty twenty nine fucking dollars. And I, I <laughs> what can you buy I with took, that? Took, what politicians can uh, you buy with twenty nine dollars? I can't. I'm well, not in the state of clearly not. <laughs> my words, right? Clearly. Now. Look, I like what the nightmare shit you were talking about earlier, because that reminds me of this. Let's get back to that. It reminds you of this image of Amy Klobuchar made in MS Paint, and I, and I really relate to it. It's it's a fake quote, unfortunately, contributed to her, but I feel like it really emphasizes her personality that you see behind the rat rage face. Uh, uh, Amy quote, Klobuchar is just Buddha judge, but like she ain't. doesn't hide it. <laughs> She's just the rat anger inside. I get it. This is the fucking the white hot fucking rage. <laughs> okay, okay, gun to your head. No You've got to vote for Pete or Klobuchar. Pull the trigger. <laughs> <laughs> Rights are stupid. Bills are stupid. You're born. You suffer. You die. The sooner you get that through your skulls, the easier the next few years are going to be. All right. Why isn't healthcare a human right? Because fuck you. Even though it's cheaper, fuck you. Even though it's better, fuck you. We can't have nice things. Life is trash. Run the fucking bag. You don't like it? Here's a quarter. Call someone who cares. <laughs> it's literally why we should have Dre on the show more often. He is our number. He's our number one rant deliverer. Uh, and he never. Like, he doesn't I, do it. I rant all times, but it's like a good it's rant, really though. rare. Yes. Like I've only um, done it. Noble. Given a choice between uh, Mayor Pete and Amy Klobuchar, uh, I would pick Mayor Pete. Um, because I'll tell you why, like Pete wants to legalize weed. Uh, even if you get nothing else, you can smoke a joint and watch the world burn. That's fine. And I think yeah, you could pass fair. that, by the way. Uh, Amy will, <laughs> is a, a, a conservative Midwesterner, and she's not going to pass that. I don't I don't even know no. what we get. Well, are we talking about who would be the nominee? Well, nominee means they've got to go. They've got to go through Trump anyway. And both of them would lose. And I'm not saying oh, that in yeah. a in a like. I only support Bernie kind of way. No, um, just, prag just, pra just them, pra just pragmatically. Them people. Yeah, just pragmatically, they would both. Um, like, I'm not really super down with Biden like on a policy Buttigieg, perspective, Buttigieg but he'll be would lose harder than Trump. Oh my god. Uh, maybe. Okay, Steer so us, get slightly back on track. I just right, right. Say I'm sorry, that, like, I'm sorry. when you no, it's fine. But when you when you give in to despair, like I think that a lot of people have kind of bought into a Hollywood ending for planet Earth, where we're all just gonna get like snuffed out by a sudden disaster. But the reality is that like probably humans are gonna survive climate change. The question is how many. And what is which the quality ones? of life going mm, to be what's for the society? How um, many which ones and are we free afterwards? Yeah. Yes. And what's what's the quality of life? It, 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 not even necessarily just freedom, but like we could lose all of our infrastructure and go back to the fucking stone age. Humans probably live through it. This sort of thing has happened to us a few times. But like it's gonna suck to live through that if we don't make any changes now and that's what we're forced to do so like well. giving into despair i think a lot of times like people are kind of wistfully imagining that you know a wall of water is just gonna swallow us all up one day and we'll be dead or whatever like that's not that's that's not the reality <laughs> yes yeah. that's not the reality that we live in um i would like to at least have some kind of you know, livable planet when I'm old.
even if it's not as good as the one we have now, I still like it to be yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> just, you just, know? Just, just like live just something. I want to fucking live. If I'm like Munial old fucking grandmother fart that tells stories about how the internet worked on the port of canteen, everyone's fucking like, okay, Jen. And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> I would be fine. That would, that's like a live. No, that wouldn't, that would live The generation coming after you is, is generation alpha and they will not hesitate to bully you. They're going to, they're going to be some, but for some reason, they're still going to listen to my chemical romance. Oh, uh, weirdly it's, enough. It's, well, it's because the that's song. Because... It's the song of summer. It's true. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, so man. let's, let's, um, you guys let's look let's back at the our... year. And okay, like sure. reflect on, I don't know, things that happened on the podcast that were cool or maybe just things that happened in our lives that were cool even. Like 2019 is passing before our eyes. It will soon be gone. And, and we'll be in uh, the 20s. It was kind of a, a crazy year with a lot of ups and downs. But I think that 2020 seems hopeful right now. So let's talk about some of the things that got us to where we are, though. I don't know. Dre, yeah. you start. What's what's something memorable yeah. from 2019? Could involve the podcast? Could not. Just memory. 20. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. I just got back from therapy. Uh, uh, unfortunate. Uh, yeah, I got New Year's therapy. That's that, that, that's my New Year's self. This is this your New Year's gift. Uh, I think the thing that was most memorable was just uh, it was later into the year. All of these things started happening at once. A lot of this unrest started cracking in the world order right at uh, right around the same time. Like it started with Hong Kong, then it started with Chile and Santiago. Uh, then it moved on to, uh, I believe Catalonia. Uh, then where else did it go? It went to uh, Venezuela, but Venezuela has been happening for a while. Basically, uh, I'm noticing a trend of a lot more cracks forming. Like I've said this before, but uh, I feel like the firing pin is about to uh, something we don't know. Might be the next Trump fucking blundering us, or was it wrong? Yeah, but this we, is gonna be something. Yeah, we watched someone pull the pin off a grenade, and now we're in the three seconds before that grenade explodes. Yeah, yeah. That's what it feels like to me. Uh, and while that isn't a specific moment per se, that's just the attitude I'm getting. A lot of tension that something's going to happen. Mm. Hey, Europe. Let's talk about your year, your biggest memories, where you started, where you're ending, where you're going. Uh, yeah, just just spill it. Yeah. Go. Let's go first. <laughs> I think um, just like talking about the podcast first. Yeah. Um, I think that like like I, I there was a really stress. memorable. We point. didn't. We none of us like we didn't know each other before the pod. No, <laughs> brought us together as a family, as a pod family. Um, Leia, are you fully? Are you fully okay? Are you good? <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. I'm, I'm perfectly fine. <laughs> I did. The, I I I dashed right last. Um, <laughs> memory. Leia, we're yeah, gonna no, skip I mean, you. Bring, no, bringing together, you. bringing together annoying. this group of people has been really incredible. It's not just the four of us. Um, there's our whole community. Uh, everyone who works on the show, everybody who contributes to the show, everybody who listens to the show. Like, uh, it's been very like that's been very special. I also want to say that like. We were just talking the other day about like there was this definite turnover with the podcast around November, December, where we mm -hmm. went from like, wow, these 
like various things would be like huge for us to just like this is what we do now like this is like we're just we're just the kind of podcast that's getting lots of high quality guests that's putting out like thoughtful content that people like and that you know has all these things going on and like that was it was like a very like a profound thing to watch this change over and can we talk about rin for a minute while we're yes. talking about like things that happen Ren and was things fucking wild. I just I just said like Marianne Uh does anyone want to be our content slave stroke through I I stroke struck through that and I edited and Ren just said yes. Like fucking did that. Right. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> on this entire show has fucking like and it's crazy because Ren has been on the show one time. So if you're a listener, like you don't know shit about Ren. Like uh well, aside from the tweets, because Ren gives a lot of tweets about like transitioning and like jokes about straight Ren, Ren is like the that. most. Ren is the most like post Yes, I definitely agree with that. Which is um, kind of ironic that he's not here for our like spill our hearts out episode. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, nobody is like done more in terms of like when we have an important show. Ren edits it, and Ren edit like a, a stream of like fifteen of our really good episodes. Uh, just just doing more. Basically, if an app sounds good, Ren, Ren did it. Right. It. <laughs> if it sounds like shit, me or Kennedy did it. Probably right. Me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, just on social um, media, on Twitter, doing contacts. Uh, just all of the legwork. And by the way, like this is an extraordinary group of people. Because this show has made no money. Uh, all of us have just worked like interns for six months. Just yeah, did the shit for we're not free. Even, we're not breaking. We're, we're definitely not breaking no. even. This show definitely no. costs more to do just from like basic shit. Than but we're working we're on not. it. We're, working we're getting, on it. getting there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We literally like, I, there have been many weeks where we've put like 40 hours like in as individuals into this podcast at yeah. least. Mm-hmm. On top yep. of working other jobs. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It's not like uh, any of us are sitting on a trust fund or something like. Oh, we're, no. We're just, you know, doing this in, in the time that we have that we're not like struggling to get by other ways. That's wild. Um, yeah, we just, we built this. We're not drawn from, we have like billion dollars, <laughs> million dollars. Yeah. And we could just like hire <laughs> edit shit. But yeah. like, Okay, but how did we how did we do it? Like really, if any of us had started this by ourselves, the show would have failed. Because yeah, all 100%. of us like I had a period in October where I com- where I completely fell off the show because I had like the DSA, the DSA election totally like we had to oh, sure, let's spill everything. Like uh Atlanta DSA kind of has their elections in September and we have our big fundraising dinner in November. So I got elected and I was already on the dinner committee and I was secretary and I was just completely overwhelmed. Show had the show just been my thing, the show would have died in October. Um, and all of us have had time periods where we couldn't be like the a one man show. All of us like stepped up in those moments and supported each other and yeah. worked in the show and just did extra um and in like two years people will be like oh with your platform why are you talking to them or why why aren't why don't you have this person on like this right here uh december 31st 2019 like we're trying to fucking make the platform for people to complain about in 2021 so (laughs) yeah 
Like, and and often we say like, like if, on if, Twitter, if like, Sanders hey. gets elected and the the Bernie Bro Mad Max Road Gang starting up former <laughs> supporters, no, yeah, like Nira Tandine's gonna be tweeting uh-huh. at us about why that exactly is it our and fault? Like, and like and like we post kind of regularly like once every couple weeks hey if anybody on our twitter wants to help us with x hey you can feel free to link up uh dms are open you know that kind of deal and like you've got to get to that level by yourself and then people just start believing and start believing and start believing then they start coming to you and we're like right on the threshold and it's really cool so i hope that people will definitely like look back at this episode you know down the road and just like be reminded that like even if you know we get bigger and we continue to get like big interviews on the podcast or things and you know whatever like we're not going away as as the people that we've always been um the podcast isn't really changing the goals haven't really changed and that like you know we're gonna keep doing this as legitimately as we can because we're legitimately making the media that we want to hear and we don't want to ruin it yeah um do you guys have anything to add on a personal level because i want to talk about our hopes for the world and the country i just like pretty much my entire life happened uh year oh really like beginning of this year i was first year in college um and uh like things were okay i guess but just like things weren't really okay and then a lot of things have happened a lot of things have happened this month so much shit has happened and like i live in dallas i guess with some amazing people uh with, with my roommates who are, who are great or are also my friends obviously like i fell out with my parents i got out of college fortunately hopefully if Sanders gets him back. I'm starting a pack now. I don't want to spill uh-huh. too much of the beans on that, but I'm starting a goddamn pack. And like, I didn't know where my life going other than being caught at the beginning. But now, like, I'm going to be working this pot. I'm going to be working the pack. I'm going to be doing And I'm going to work for a better people I care about. And it's going to be good. This is going to be good. Hell yeah. Dre, since we're all doing our, our overly personal wrap-ups, Dre, be overly personal and do your wrap Okay, uh, first off, uh, when you asked for memories, I didn't know you were referring to podcast memories. I thought you were referring to general memories. We were. Now we're doing both. Now we're talking about uh, general. I I said both. I said both. Uh, It doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. Uh, Hopes for the future. What do I expect? Uh, And also, how is it? How was my 2019? Uh, uh, A lot of... Um, you you don't have to get into anything. You know, what, I mean, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm always relegated as a person who says quite little, actually. Uh, <laughs> uh, say as much as you want here. Say as much as I want. Yeah. Uh, I. 2019's been an immense year of uh, something, I guess. <laughs> I. <laughs> yeah, uh, death's been a lot of something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't we gotta have a better 2020. I think that's like the main thing we could focus on right hey, now. No, don't let Dre off the hook. I see Kennedy, you segue. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm trying Dre, to give Dre an no. out. <laughs> yeah, no, Dre. Can, 20, no. can 2019 end tomorrow when I can have like time to make up something, please? <laughs> <laughs> can we have one more day of 2019? Yeah. Kennedy, <laughs> Kennedy give, give your overly personal 20, 2019 and I will. Do- well, 2019. Uh, I guess, like, I don't know. I, I started the year without a lot of, like, hope in my own life. Like, 2018 ended with, like, a lot of things going wrong, basically. And, 
at the beginning of 2019, I was extraordinarily broke and just like struggling with a lot of things. And something I don't talk about a ton on the podcast because it's just something I don't enjoy talking about is that I have some chronic health issues. And, you know, like there's, there's just like a lot of... Uh, uh, obstacles or especially at the beginning of the year it felt like there were just like a lot of obstacles between me and any kind of meaningful success uh doing anything that i was passionate about or just anything like that i could even like kind of stand <laughs> um and uh mm. uh the year like started to get better as like a, some various events happened and like things started to like turn the corner a little but like it was tough and uh this podcast was one of the really big things that like helped bring me out of feeling like fairly hopeless about my future to be honest <laughs> because at the beginning of the year especially like I would have it would have been something else otherwise because I am a person that like bounces back and gets new ideas and gets motivated yeah. and you know but like yeah. but but still, at the beginning of the year, I had very little going on, and, and I was just struggling and extremely poor, and mm-hmm. like it was tough. And I'm you know glad to say that while a lot of things still aren't perfect yet, at least I feel like a lot of things have come together over the year, that I have a lot of support in my life uh, locally, that I have a lot of support from my pod family, everybody who's listening, everybody who's on this show, like really it's it's cool having such a supportive group um and and being able to really do something that i'm so passionate about i never thought that people would want to hear me talk about politics seriously <laughs> like like i was saying earlier it's so hard to watch it's great it really really is and like this is something that i want to do i i really want to get in there and fight bad media narratives which is one of the things You've maybe seen it in our Twitter profile. It's one of the things we say over and over again in our like literature and stuff. That's really an important part of why this show was founded for me. Um, because so often, so much of the media just accepts that there's one narrative. And like we were talking about earlier, a lot of leftist podcasts are so cynical that the only counter narrative they can make is, well, here's what really happened and it sucks. And there's no continuation from there. There's no... Here's what you might be able to do about it. Yeah. The cynical so, hole of post-modernity. You know, I don't want to just retread everything we've talked about all episode, but yeah, like, I don't know. I, I, I never really thought this was possible before, um, but it's incredible because this is truly one of the things I care about most and just want to keep doing. Yeah. Uh, my... Like, um... So happy about all that. Um, so like this time last year, my mom was dying. Uh, she had uh, breast cancer and we were like, oh. not sure if she was going to like survive long term. And, and oh, she's like yeah. a, she's like a very stoic person. So, I mean, there were no like really heartfelt conversations with her because she's like just a very tough person. So when we would mm-hmm. talk about it, she would just shrug me off and be like, look, I'm living, I'm live now. And when it's time, it's time. And that's just how life works. Get over it. Um, mm-hmm. That's literally just how she talks, if you know her. And uh, I guess I was just, I was not, I, you know, I was into politics. Like I followed politics and was into the political world, like in terms of media consumption, but I wasn't like doing anything <laughs> um, mm-hmm. uh, because like she took a lot of my time just like watching after her and stuff like that. And um, I, she, we just were like, you know, working and living and hanging out with a lot of our time and, you know, trying to keep her spirits up and things like that. And 
maybe likewise, maybe she was doing that for me just as much. Mm -hmm. And um, I just financially, I wasn't doing all that well either. Um, and I always kind of thought like, hey, I will try and help people when I am in a better situation. And that's kind of like the logic I always kind of give myself. Um, mm -hmm. Hey, I when I'm doing better, I'll help others. Uh, and I guess I was in such a rut between like what my lifestyle was like and what my my work was like and all the other shit i was i i got home one day and um i kind of told myself i really can't put my own jacket on i can't really fix myself i can't really get my own shit together mm -hmm. um and i in a way it was kind of despairing like it was like i can't help myself so what Given the fact that I've kind of resolved that I can't help myself, what am I going to do with myself? Um, and so I was like, well, I, if I can't help myself, I'm going to help other people. And I have the capacity to do that. So mm -hmm. I, I uh, just started uh, doing, I did a couple of projects for people who like live near me uh, just for their, their personal life and their business affairs. And uh, I joined uh, Atlanta DSA and people there, nobody ever is going to listen to this, which is cool. Uh, we're, we're just uh, <laughs> super, super welcoming of me. And there were places where I could help. And I, I, I kind of threw myself into that. And every time I saw an opportunity to do something for someone else, kind of in 2019, I kind of resolved to do that. It wasn't like a New Year's thing, but around March or April, I just said, helping myself isn't working. Mm -hmm. uh, and so uh, uh, I guess this podcast kind of started when I was in that place. Um, I had a, an okay job, but it, it, there wasn't enough volume in the job to really like make a lot of money. Uh, I work freelance. And so there's a long layoff between jobs. So I have, I had time mm -hmm. periods where like I had a lot of money and then I had time periods where I had fucking nothing. Um, but like, this is going to sound like some Tony Robbins shit, but like the more I put myself out for other people, uh, the more people just gave me shit that I really didn't have coming <laughs> and just were like, yeah, here, have this. Uh, and it happened just a lot for, yeah. for this year. And uh, this year coming up, looks like it's going to be great. If things maintain the way they are, uh, just like a lot of uh, a lot of what's the good metaphor? Um, just just kind of knocking on a door of a battering gram, and when you finally hit it, or or water filling up a dam, and when that water finally overflows the dam, just everything breaks open. Uh, and it feels like this year is going to be a year where everything breaks open for me. And I yeah. feel really good about that. So yeah, yeah that was my 2019. Uh, you know, quick review. Yeah, go ahead. One of Werner, Her Werner Herzog, every about 10 make biog, doesn't like biog, so it's sort of indirect, it's about someone. And in the 2000s, it was um, Grizzly about uh, Treadwell, which guy that uh, summered with Alaskan bears 12 years, mauled by one. <laughs> And it's okay. a, it's it's a really good documentary, and it's sort of it's more of an autobiography Herzog about Treadwell himself, in the sense that Herzog finds a self identity in the insane Treadwell that goes out in the middle of the Alaskan wilderness, bears them no fear, and interacts, tries to become friends. And even though the real Treadwell died mauled by a bear, at the end of the film, kind of walks off the just one of bears, and it's sort of presented as an alternate end him and an alternate ending to Herzog's story. Said an uh, interview wants to walk off into life and i suppose what i'm trying to get at here time oh uh, another thing is that like herzog or, or no that's not relevant out here actually so a lot of time you have to in order to like find yourself you have to find other and find you find yourself in other on a purpose and a, and a meaning in them and maybe you help them maybe you don't you know fucking shot it i guess that's very well said leia grizzly man is a good film we should watch <laughs> 
you are drunk as hell, but however, you're articulate as hell, even when drunk. This is why we have you on the show. Yeah. So, um, let's, let's, let's cease being myopic for a minute. Um, and let's just kind of talk about other people. Let's talk about the future. Um, and what we kind of want, like a month, uh, like a month and a half from now, uh, Bernie Sanders will probably have won Iowa if things continue as they're going Uh, at worst. He will be a very strong second, but I don't, I don't Mm -hmm. see it. At well, worst, you have to remember it was five percent did five percent better five to ten percent better in poll no he was doing did five to ten percent better in iowa poll and he got like within 0.5 winning iowa right no i think bernie's got a real shot at iowa and i think that honestly he's got a very good shot at the nomination at this point which is exciting to say he does i does. i think that i, I Honestly, there's just not enough people dedicated to other candidates at this point, especially um, by we're late enough in the game that like you need your following to be behind you, ready to go. And that's Mm -hmm. how Bernie's voters are. The polls are showing over and over again, 70 to 80 percent of Bernie voters are dedicated to supporting him. And like no other candidate comes close and it's way too late in the game to like catch up i think that's while i i am fully in agree with agreement with you and there are so many people i mean look mm. there have been really strong volunteer based movement um around how do we say this uh, around getting a left-wing candidate to win in iowa uh howard dean uh-huh. had had his deal going on and it was kind of backfired cuz they were just clearly from outside of that- state and didn't connect Mm -hmm. um but obama did pull that off and bernie sanders very nearly pulled that off out of nowhere uh and i think that this year uh is the year that he's going to win that state i mean it was 50 50 last time Mm. uh and i don't think joe biden is hillary clinton in terms of clout or whatever oh no he's gonna he's gonna very much hey can i tell you guys can i can i uh uh say i told you so you Mm. guys remember when we had this talk about joe biden and i was like nothing y'all can say can stop Biden. He can only uh-huh. kill himself. He can only hurt himself. Right. Did he not do that this week at long last with this uh Republican vice president? Uh, They're not so bad kind of deal. Oh, yeah. that, was, that was a pretty extreme even insane. for him. Final cringe like, in the coffin. That that was that was just a really, really bad move. Um and you know it's funny how people will like fumble over and over again and they'll get these reputations like trump has and like joe biden kind of has where it's like it doesn't matter how many times he fumbles he'll kind of always bounce back there's some fumbles that actually do hurt and when you're this late in the game we're not talking about you don't have to like lose big to lose at this point losing five percent of your base could be enough to throw you right out of this race I mean, Elizabeth Warren right now, struggling for money. That was also a big surprise from this week. Mm. Um, she is all over the internet and all over the news begging for cash. Like it's not her, good for her. She's she's coming out. She's not coming out of 20, 2019 well. No, not at all. And so, yeah, a lot of the other candidates are floundering. Pete and Amy never really had anything big enough to hardly compete anyway. Bernie's the only one whose machine is still just right on the tracks. And that's because it's union made, baby. <laughs> yeah. Last jalopy that goes awooga. Hey, it's an old ass jalopy. It it goes awooga. It's John Henry. 
It's Titan Steam Engine. All that shit. Oh, oh, dang. But yeah, I think that 2020 looks hopeful. And we've talked about this before, but 2020 also looks hopeful in the sense that if Bernie had won in 2016, it wouldn't have even hardly mattered because there wouldn't have been enough people out there in Congress, in the Senate, in these various you know branches of government ready to yeah. support him. Mm-hmm. Um, 2018 changed that. 2020 has the potential to throw that like completely into a new realm that people are not even expecting a lot of like, bernie, don't bernie, see it bernie yet. losing um bernie losing built, built him up so much more winning would have. a yeah, lot of people thought got him out there yeah a lot of people yeah. thought coming in second would kind of like get rid of him not a winner let's move on someone else new generation turns out no because there are so many people that shared his ideology and shared his vision that as soon as they saw a crack in the door, you saw like so many people like storm through that crack um, that maybe had been like beaten down by, the, as my family would say, having been raised a Jehovah's Witness, the system of things. Um, but that as soon as they saw any crack of an alternative, they threw themselves into the gears of the machine and was like, I can't... We- I can't live like this anymore. Um, no. I we can't do this shit anymore. And it's so many people throwing themselves into the gears that like it it can't it can't hold like it's been holding. Um this center's fucking been breaking since 9/11, but now it uh, Absolutely. Oh god. So and that's just like the people who are running for Congress. Like, there's so many fucking Bernie crats that are running. Um, and even to the left of it. And the thing is, oh, is that a lot really? of people are going to win. Yeah. Like, people, I, I still deal with like libs on the internet who will insist that these people cannot win their primaries and blah, blah, blah. A lot of these people are going to win. Uh, like, uh, we just talked with Sarah Marilyn. I, I don't know when that episode's coming out, but she says it. Like, and it's true, since 2008, social media is a very good metric of whether you're going to win or not. So, like, mm-hmm. if 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 Josh Collins has 40,000 Twitter followers, guess what? Mm-hmm. He's probably going to win, especially when his freaking incumbent primary opponent just drops out. Um, And that's the thing is a lot of these people are realizing they can't win against these progressives. These progressives are out raising them on money. They're out social mediaing them. And they know that it's just a hopeless cause. And, mm-hmm. and and the reason they can do this is because the message sells. When when all you can hear is conservatives saying, you know, have nothing and moderates ha- saying have a little bit, tiny bit less than nothing, maybe. Um, maybe we can have a little. <laughs> maybe. As a treat. Um, when progressives roll through some of these districts and start speaking to the poor and working class and saying, Hey, let's get some fucking healthcare and shit like that. That worked. And it's going to work in 2020 a lot more than a lot of people are expecting. Eric Kilmer cannot go on Twitter without being cyberbullied. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hilarious to see. Uh, but I'll tell you, like everybody who we have on our show and we talk about, just like if you've been following politics for like years, you know, you really get excited about people and they don't all make it. Like Scott Klebe, they're like Russ Feingold. We could name people every year who like the progressive movement gets super behind and they come short by like 2%. And then it's like, well, that's it. They were 2% short. Goddamn. And we've got to move on. But like what I think is really cool about like, I'm not going to shout at everybody that like, if you are a Twitter person, you know who's running for office. 
that shares your ideology. Right. The thing that's exciting about those people are they are not doing this for money, man. Like they're doing this because they genuinely give a shit about you. Um, which means that like an election won or lost is not going to change what we're doing uh, uh -huh. in terms of being on the ground. It's not going to change what they're doing in terms of their advocacy for like working class people in America, um, nothing's going anywhere. And we're just more determined because like politics has left regular people with no other options. Like there's no more room to retreat. Like at this stage, you've already given up, you know, your so many parts of your social welfare that now it's uh -huh. like, okay, am I ready to give mm -hmm. up my life? Like, am I ready to give up my mental health? Am I mm -hmm. ready to live in severe pain? Like medical pain. Am I real? Am I willing to be bankrupt? Because there's nothing else left. Like from Reagan to Trump, everything else has been taken from you. If you're like a yeah. middle class person, like your hours, you've been just been fucking robbed. Your child, you've been yeah, robbed blind. You telling they need to take more from. You've already yeah, been mean, robbed blind. So it's like, are you gonna now die? Like, yeah. The next, I mean, yeah, death is definitely right around the corner. And like, yeah, the next step is shit. Like fucking, no longer having power at your house and stuff. Like, like <laughs> we're at the point where it's like people's lifestyles are so marginal mm -hmm. that like the next step down for a lot of people is like, well, I don't have running water anymore. I guess yeah. you know like this is gonna fucking we fuck can't just stuff. accept oh so, given that given that choice more people more and more people i mean there are always republicans that'll roll over and do anything for a belly rub mm -hmm. but most of y'all that have like fucking red blood are saying like no it's enough i can't i can't do any more of that yeah. and um and here's the thing yeah a lot of people have believed that political change is not there's nothing possible within the system here in America that's too corrupt or whatever. But there have been governments around the world that managed to, to turn left that were literally like built by uh, American corporations to obey them. If a government like that can reject its fa its origins and say, we're moving in the direction, then yeah. our government is certainly also capable. Yeah, yeah, we can, can fucking do this. In 2020, we got, we, we posted this on our Twitter, but ours is a podcast, New Year's Resolution, never stop fighting. We can't. Because we know what's at stake. We know what we stand. We know what we stand. To that's nothing more to say, man. It's very yeah. well said, as always. <laughs> yeah, I think, that's, I think that's like the perfect place to end it. Honestly, that's like it. that is no? the message. Yeah. Well, happy new year. Happy new year. Happy new year, everyone. Then happy twenty. Uh, happy new year. Absolutely. Um, my birthday's in Thank one week, so, so if y'all give a shit, so if y'all give a shit about my birthday, it's in one week. Uh, uh, send me something. Uh, <laughs> my Twitter account is at my name underscore is Dre. Uh, send me something nice. Fuck y'all. Wait, Dre, <laughs> when, when the fuck is your birthday? January the sixth. Are you fucking kidding me? That is my birthday. What the fuck? Oh! What the fuck? Oh! <laughs> what the fuck? Wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. My birthday is on the second. Capricorn gang, stand up. Oh, Holy honestly, shit. Capricorn gang. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck y'all. I was no, on the day JFK was fucking shot. Who uh, cares? You're not a Capricorn. You're yeah, trash. You're right. Sagittarius <laughs> loser. <laughs> <laughs> fucking no wonder. Savvy no. arrow. <laughs> no.
even fucking have Capricorn. That's like no a wonder, crab. No wonder. This... I got my fucking no, it's a, it's, a, it's a goat. It's not a crab. Fuck it's a what goat. are you talking it's about? Fish. It's a fucking goat. Goats just have. I have like a bow and arrow, and I also uh, have like oh. like horse is just like a better goat. You're, and you're, also has you're a centaur. Wow. You're like a Harry Potter fucking whatever. Fuck you. Okay, let's end this episode, but then we're talking at Dre. We gotta figure out, this is crazy. Okay, but hey, wait, 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 thank wait, you for watching so yeah, much. Yeah, we appreciate you. Um, follow us on Twitter if you don't. NSF Wonks on Twitter. Right. Uh, and also hit up our Patreon, patreon.com slash not safe. Even like one or five dollars a month makes it's a, a big difference. difference in us covering our costs and potentially yeah. eventually being able to like pay for a little bit of advertising. Like right. this podcast can have a little advertising as a treat. As a right? treat. That's that, right. That's what we're asking for when we ask you to please jump on the Patreon. Give us Give us that $2, $5, $10 every month. It really means a lot. Thank you so much. Hey, quick note before we leave. No wonder this podcast has been going so great because we have the Capricorn focus and determination. There mm. is really, the shit's already done. Okay. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. It's been wonderful. A uh, happy new year, everybody. Happy new year. Happy new year.